0: Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Hello and welcome to Been There, Done That, Joy 94.9, our first episode for 2018. Fancy that, where did that last year go? I ask myself, and I also, who is Chris, and I also asked that of Gordon. Well, all I can say is, Happy New
1: Year, and I hope everybody has recovered sufficiently.
0: And Phil, what do you th-
2: I reckon 2017 went poof.
0: Well, it
2: went as fast as it came. <laughs> it certainly did. Ah, uh, but
0: indeed,
1: Gordon, yes. Did you survive? Oh, yes, yes, yes. It I'm, I'm, doesn't
2: really worry me that much. There's something redundant in that question. Why? Did, did you survive? <laughs> did I survive? <laughs> if yeah. the answer's no, there's no <laughs> yeah, answer. There's no answer. <laughs> uh, but no, it was fine.
1: It was it, it was a very quiet night because I don't bother with all that nonsense about things coming in on the first day of the new year and all that nonsense you I'm, don't what I, about the
0: fireworks do you the, like those uh, they
1: usually wake me up i can hear them down in hampton they're so bloody loud
0: oh wow
2: i think gordon <laughs> thinks that midnight's very late in the day
1: well i'm not a, i'm not a night person no yeah.
2: you're one of these silly people who wake up <laughs> at 4am yeah yeah, <laughs> and, that does, and go and go for it yeah
0: and and uh, phil how did your young eddie cope with the fireworks
2: he likes fireworks because we've had our thunder training, where we turned it into a game. So instead of being scared, we get a little waggy tail when we hear thunder. Wow. And lightning is right up there, or thunder and lightning are right up there
0: with fireworks. So he sits in front of the great big plate glass window, thinking it's a super-sized TV. Well, actually, we don't, in Blackburn, we don't hear any fireworks,
2: because we're too far from the city. No,
0: but when there's a thunderstorm on?
2: The last one... He sat on his chair and this little tail just wagged just ever so slightly.
1: Oh good. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Eddie's a very brave little boy.
2: Well he is. He used to hide behind the couch. Yeah, but now when he, he sits a on baby. the chair and doesn't waves his tail. Yeah.
0: That's now good. what about his separation anxiety when you have to leave him?
2: That we've got a system and it's fell down on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> because what I do is I give him his favourite food in a little tray. And he's supposed to be preoccupied with that and not notice me walk out the door. And that works ninety nine percent of the time. I figured it's Christmas Day, I'll give him a treat. So I give him one of these little cans and he looks at me as if to say, Don't go (laughs) (laughs) And he had a little nibble and he just he just had his eyes on me all morning. It took nearly half a day for him to eat that one little tray.
1: But that's that's unusual because it's, it, was a, it was a Monday. Christmas Day was a Monday. Yeah. And you would have thought that Eddie would have been, prepared, you know, sort of know the day that you go away, you know, because they... Well, I'm not too sure how they
2: go on a weekly basis. They do know about time mm. because I know if I've been away too long, he'll be sitting on my couch as opposed to his chair, yeah, get just out as of a here. little mm. payback.
0: Mm. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. He doesn't do anything on
2: the couch, which is no, good. Well, but that's uh, good. Yeah.
0: Well, have you got any New Year's resolutions, Gordon? No, don't make them. Why not?
1: Don't believe in it. How, how,
0: how, how can you not believe that we've come to the end of one year, you've got to wipe your slate clean so that you can start to be a bastard, but, all for a new, all fresh again?
1: I don't have a slate, I have a computer. <laughs> 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 I'm more up to date than slates, mate. But no, I, I, I just, uh, I've never ever made New Year's resolutions because uh, you, such a big percentage of people make New Year's resolutions and never keep them.
0: Well, because it
1: is. because they try to make too big a resolution.
0: Well, that's right. It, it's a well known fact that most of them fail within the first oh, yeah, the month, yeah. if not the first week.
1: But they they say if you do it in small steps, want well, to say I I'm going to plan to uh, lose a kilo of weight a week. Yeah, uh, and and do that. Not say I'm going to lose weight and be go and do all this that nonsense. But to do it very slowly and carefully is the way to go but i've i've never been a smoker i've never been a big drinker i've never had to give up anything that i didn't like and so you know yeah i'm just such a goody (laughs) two-shoes
2: i'm giving up gambling and murder
1: oh good you don't approve of them no Mm. no yeah i just wish my boyfriend would give up gambling sometimes all right
0: Mm. where did this all come from i wonder
2: I blame well, the church. There's got to be a church, I church think, there somewhere. I
0: think it's probably before churches came along. Well, you know, The Chinese have got a system, haven't they? Got? Well,
1: they, they, they celebrate Lunar New Year, and it is on the 16th of February, February this year. And they have a system where they have to have everything nice and clean and tidy, and they will go to church. They will pray to their ancestors, basically, um, because it's part of their religion as their ancestry. And mm. so that they do that um, for the thing. But uh,
0: yeah. the, 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 the now I, I understand the Scots have got a little <laughs> bit of a carry on at the end of a, a year. They have Hogmanay. Uh, it's Hogmanay.
1: Hogmanay is the thing, and they have a system where the house has to be perfectly clean. Everything has to be washed and scrubbed and cleaned and done everything with, and so that the, when you enter the new year at Hogmanay, you have a very clean house. But
2: hogs aren't known to be very clean animals. The,
0: well. They act like. Well, many of them must be all right. So there's. (laughs) Yeah, but sorry, uh, hog money. Hog
2: (laughs) money. Yeah,
0: but
1: um, but they also have other things that the first foot for the new year has to be somebody with dark hair, and they carry a lump of coal or something or other in their hand. They have a whole lot of traditions for hog money. What's that one called?
2: Human mornay. Hmm. (laughs) Is it human mornay?
1: Human mornay. Yes. Yeah. Tuna mornay. Yes. (laughs) Yes, No, but it's uh, the the. The, the Scottish people have my. I told you the story before about my mother's bridesmaid. One year, she had still had some washing to, that wasn't done and cleaned, so she took it outside and burnt it. Wow, that's efficient. So she didn't. She not have anything dirty in her
2: house. Think yeah. of a Scottish winter; you'd have
1: a lot of time on your hands. This was in Darwin, so it was pretty hot, so it didn't matter. Mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, the Romans apparently began each year by making promises to the god Janus. Janus
1: January.
0: For whom the month of January is named, mm. and of course Janice actually looked He's forward and, and backwards. looked backwards. He has a two-headed, yeah.
2: two-headed man,
1: yeah,
0: or two-faced,
1: two-faced. <laughs> with a lot of people, oh. were, uh, would
2: have had a lot of fun with his name in school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there comes Janus the anus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you very much.
2: Um, but it's it's it's
1: there are so many different um, things that are, uh, apply around the new year. It's Which, a
0: time for a reflection upon, yeah, well, wouldn't I like to be better than last year? I mean now we've got a new year, uh, all those things I bag it up on during 2017 well, yeah I yeah, wouldn't like to repeat those so but I'll learn from my mistakes and oh I was a bit cross and cranky with people there perhaps I can uh, make up to them and uh, we can pick up where we left off
1: yes yeah, a few people I can't, uh, that I get cross and cranky with that I can't do anything about that I'm going to be cross and cranky next year as well or yeah. this
2: year as well my saying would be yeah, Happy New Year, or as I call it, Monday. Monday. Hmm. <laughs> but
1: it's 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 uh, it's a sort of a reset button. Sort of, I suppose. For for a lot of people, you know, it's become a, a thing to do that. It's um
2: We'll call them the delusional. Oh, all right. If they think they can just put a line in the sand and jump over it. Well
1: it, it, it it's it's the, um, of course, it comes from the Gregorian calendar, of course, which they did the, um, when they, stale, what changed over from the Julian calendar to the, the Gregorian calendar because they had 365 days and a quarter, which is why we have the leap year on the, the every fourth year with the um, 29th of February. But it's it's just the timing of all this thing, which is very interesting because they were talking about, I watched a television program, they night not talking about time and the, how they worked out where the, moon was going to be with the sun to give you full eclipses. Oh yeah. And that uh, they and I was sitting they said, "Oh, so how long ago did when did they work this out?" And I said screamed at the thing, "The um Babylonians did it 2000 years ago and the man sort of repeated exactly what I said. Well, the Babylonians did it 2000 years yeah. ago." So they they by, were working on time then
2: by the rivers of Babylon.
0: Mm. Yeah, the eastern mystics. And that's right. They were
1: mathematicians. Mathematicians. And it's 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 very interesting that um, what they could do in those days with the with the um, things that they had to add up and subtract and
2: multiply and divide.
0: Oh, the abacus and those Aba- sorts
1: yeah, of those things. Yeah, sort those of materials. Mm.
0: Yeah, I don't know how. Um. Mm.
2: They had plenty of time though, because they didn't have TV. Well, that's they had right. Had lots of time to think. Yes, and have children. Yes.
0: And, of course, that's a handheld calculating device, the mm. abacus. Abacus,
1: yes, yes. Have you ever watched a, a, a somebody that really knows how to use one of those, like a Chinese person or a, somebody that is trained with an abacus? Their fingers and the buttons go so fast, you wonder, what the hell are they doing? You know, they just... Ding, 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 ding. The, the, and they got the, the answer. The beads are flying backwards and forwards. 42. And, and, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or 54. No, 42 is the ultimate answer to the ultimate question of life the universe yeah. and everything yeah all oh, right okay. from hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy
1: oh good yes we, we
2: Hitch- and, and,
0: and 54 what's that to do with to
2: disco 50, in new york oh a, all right then <laughs> car where are you oh car 54 <laughs> you? how much how many of our audience would remember that show from what oh, early
1: 60s early 60s i would have thought yes yes yeah
0: of course kids have had their exams in the last couple of months and now the future is before them that's right yep. so i suppose it's a good opportunity for them to to think the new year is the beginning again of life well, outside school
1: i think i think most of you find that most of the young people these days when they do leave school after year 12 they have some idea of where they want to go and what they want to do you know some people will not but um, a lot of people are being forced to do things that they don't really want to do like you've got to go to university no you don't if you don't have that sort of brain, you don't go to university. Don't
2: waste your time. Go and get a job. And you can still have ten different degrees and still get a job where your comment is, "Would you like fries with that?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. And of course, who are the rich wage earners or salary earners?
2: The p- tradesmen. tradesmen.
0: Tradesmen, plumbers, p- plumbers, carpenters, oh, all these people. Yeah, you know, the plumbers who are good up to their necks, well, up to their wrists in other people's rubbish business
2: yep well see we're in a construction construction zone at the moment so all our plumbers are quite clean because they're putting in new plumbing mm-hmm. and all the tradies actually it's different from site to site you have middle-aged tradies and their visa workers mm-hmm. doing the actual work and then on some sites you've got all these beautiful boys in their mid-20s can't wait to get their shirts off and wearing the shorts and then those lovely legs going and up
1: and down get, those ladders. Then they get sunburnt and finished up with melanoma but Yeah, it's a good idea. Hmm. Yeah, I'm talking
2: eye candy. I, I can't help everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Philip. You're with Phil, Chris and Gordon. Been there, done that. Joy 94.9. Stay tuned. There's more. You're listening to a Joycast from GLB, TIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. You're with Gordon, Phil and Chris. Been there, done that, Joy94.9. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate your little massages and everything. And uh, a little later, we'll be hoping that uh, our little woofer friends that listen in also uh, have a pleasant new year. Well, I had one. Well, no. The, well, that's the, about uh, the whole year the to whole, go. Year, well, it's not
2: year. new. Oh, today, well, today, right. yes, today. today <laughs> is new, and
1: tomorrow is new because it's the first. I think everything is new until the end of January, isn't it? When you, um,
0: well, of, I'm still got to get used to writing 2018. Yeah, no, that's
1: the problem. Yeah, oh. yeah.
2: I'm still yeah. waiting to buy my hos, hot but, cross uh, buns. But uh, no, but they're, uh, in, the, uh, they're Ashwood, in the
0: shops.
1: Ashwood in the paper this morning. It said Ashwood. Yep,
2: well, there you go. Already there on boxing, I don't live in Ashwood. On, on
1: Boxing Day, they were in the store in Ashwood. Somebody wrote it <laughs> and they're not even hot. <laughs> no. No, you've got
0: to pay for they just,
1: just cross. you got to pay for They're cross buns. Mm-hmm. Did I, I, I found out the, the best joke for um, 2017, and it concerned the Pope and Mr. Trump.
0: Oh, yeah, And they were
1: discussing who was the most popular person in the world whether or the best-known person in the world, and the, they were standing on the balcony overlooking the, the Vatican Square there or whatever yeah. it is, St. Peter's Square, and the Pope said, look, he said, I can just raise my hand here and wave it. And everybody in that audience, those 200,000 people standing down there, will remember it for the rest of their lives. And Donald Trump said, Oh, I'd like to see that happen. So the Pope slapped him. <laughs>
2: Yes. Okay, didn't see that one coming. But <laughs> no, you didn't,
1: did you? I just thought that was one of the best jokes of the year. <laughs> so the Pope slapped uh, him. <laughs> and, of course, the two thousand two hundred thousand people would remember it, wouldn't they? They would have also cheered. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. But anyhow, that re- reminds me about a very, very talented man that had a lot to do with, bit with of religion with, <laughs> in with one religion. way or another. Yes. Yes, yes.
0: Now, we're talking about Graham Chapman, the UK actor and uh, the Monty Python member, yep. member of Monty Python, and he is the author, co-author of the parrot sketch.
1: Oh, that's, that was considered the greatest comedy sketch of all time for quite a while until Little Britain came along
0: well if you don't know the parrot sketch I'm sorry we can't the dead, repeat it here. The dead parrot sketch. The dead parrot sketch <laughs> it was yeah. uh, all about going into a pet shop to buy a parrot and all he had was this <laughs> dead one for sale. It's <laughs> not dead it's just resting. <laughs> <laughs> That's right yes. Very very funny. But the religious angle that you were talking about was Graham Chapman. He was a very naughty boy. Oh, very, <laughs> very very naughty. He was in the film The Life of Brian which was
1: which, which he wrote
0: and it was not a send up of Christianity.
1: Actually, he used quotes from the Bible to create scenes where those were said, but in another way. Yeah. So that, like, it was it just something different. wasn't sacrilegious. No, he
2: just. He's
0: just a very naughty boy.
2: Yes. <laughs> so, is this a quote from the Bible? I'll thump you if you call me Big Nose again. <laughs>
1: I'm not quite sure but but he he just that's the, that's where he got it all from it is a very funny film and, and, and of course everybody was condemning it all the the churches were condemning it and they hadn't even seen it oh, you know which, got up. which which made everybody go and see it when you when you have this censorship people want to go and see why it's being censored
2: but that's where the catholic church can be your best friend <laughs> billy Joel was giving a speech to university students and he had a song called "Only the Good Die Young," mm-hmm. and the opening line is "Catholic girls start much too late." <laughs> Sooner or later, it comes down to fate. He said the church banned it, and I got a platinum album out of it. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's what happens yeah. you, you ban anything, and people look at what happened. What's in,
2: forbidden fruit?
1: Well, like prohibition in America, where you had they, they, you couldn't buy alcohol, and what the, where the speakeasies and the and the and the. People like Al Capone and those sort of people made millions of dollars out of supplying them with rotgut, you know? So it's... it's.
2: But they eventually figured out that they had to legalise it yes, again because right. yeah, nothing yeah. had changed.
1: But but Brian Chapman was... was uh, He made so Graham much... Graham Chapman? Graham Chapman, I big your pardon, made <coughs> so much money out of the life of Brian that he became the first python to become a tax exile. Oh. He couldn't live in Britain. He had too much money. So I think he went live in Switzerland or somewhere <laughs> where they had less tax base.
0: But Graham Chapman apart from being a comic, was also a gay man. And that didn't seem to upset the the workings of the Python group, and it it seemed, though, that along with being gay, Graham Chapman had this lovely twisted sense of humour. <laughs> Very
1: twisted.
0: <laughs> and, and and he liked to be outrageous, and he would do this in various ways, which we can't report here on the radio. Well,
1: you could do the one about when he lost his wallet and went to the police station. <laughs>
0: the yeah, well, that's right. He wrote the sketch where one of the other actors, Michael Palin, reported a lost wallet to a policeman and then calmly propositioned him by asking him, do you want to come back to my place? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but that was
1: taken from real life from Graham Chapman's Graham real life. Had, yes. He picked
0: up two young policemen <laughs> and Took them taken home. them back to his flat in Hampstead. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's real life being represented here
1: Yeah, yeah. he wrote that into a script then into the Monty Python Very talented man He finished up dying of cancer in 1989, I think it
0: was But he was born on the 8th of January 1941 He was born a bit after the the other person That was actually born
1: on the 1st of January And they got a cleaner named after him
0: Not quite
1: He has the same name as a vacuum cleaner company (laughs) I know that Mr. Hoover, J. Edgar. Jedga? Jedga Hoover, as, as Lily Tomlin, Lily
0: Tomlin, would Tomlin say, used to call
2: him, Jedga Hoover. The
0: lovely gay comedian.
2: Yes. So is he part of Jedwood? No, I don't think so. He doesn't no. there for it. Not, not quite, you
0: as the director of FBI he had to be a nasty guy for a lot of the things to uh, counteract the people that he interacted with in the uh, criminal scene so he had had to be as nasty as them
1: but he he had secret files on everybody that was anybody, the presidents from the president down he had secret files on everybody.
0: And he must have been so busy that he didn't have time for what we would call a private life or a family life so he had to actually incorporate his affairs under the Banner of being the FBI boss
1: He was absolutely beholden to his mother Which was the problem His father died of a mental illness His father was mentally ill And died in a, an asylum somewhere And his mother was a very very strict Religious person
0: And she said at one stage I'd rather have a dead son than a daffodil for a son
1: Yes that's right Because Ooh. when he didn't make up his mind about something yeah. So it's uh, he, he, he doted on his mother And when she died apparently He put on her dress and makeup. The day after she died So he was sort of Reminds me of a movie called Psycho (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sort of a bit, doesn't it? But he also had a long-term relationship with his, with his um, second in charge. His associate. His associate, Mr. Tolson. And actually, they are buried together side by
0: side. But it was a well-known fact, Herbert mm. Evans, that, mm. that they were sort of hand in hand.
1: That's right. Well, they were holding hands in one, one thing. You read about them. There was a lady in the car with them. They'd gone to a, a nightclub. Uh, the cotton club actually and while they were going there j edgar hoover was holding clyde tolson's hand in the car and she said she'd never seen men holding hands and so she asked the driver and he said oh well you should know about them inferring that they were queer
2: but mm. publicly he waged a vendetta against gay, gay people. people so what's going on in his head oh a lot has gone on his head because he was the head of the fbi for so well, bloody long. well
0: i suppose
2: mm. but he didn't call himself gay No, 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 but he he
0: was of that group, the different group of men who like sex with men. Or his friend Tolson was Mm. the other person just getting close and personal with the only guy that he could get close and personal with. So we
2: put it under the category of it's complicated.
1: Yes, that's right. (laughs) But when he died, his private secretary burnt all his files. She destroyed all his files, his private files, because the FBI came looking for them. And when they went to Edgar Hoover's offices, they found nothing in the files because she destroyed them all. She knew what was in them, so she destroyed them all. With all the records of what people had been doing left, right and centre for years, he he was a bit of a nasty pasty.
2: Let's see it now, the music in the background is, thanks for the memories, <laughs> it's just yes, yes, yes. shredding away. But he, he, was a, he was born on the 1st of January in nineteen
1: ninety 1895, yeah.
0: It's interesting that people in high places can hide their sexuality or gender preference behind the cloak of respectability. But it was
2: a different time in that people knew about President Kennedy's affairs... Oh, yeah. But it wasn't headline news.
1: No, that's right. But then you, when you, you look at the, the royal family, how many gay people have been in the royal family over the years, and I was watching that thing about Mrs. Simpson the other night, and the press did not mention one word about Mrs. Simpson and Edward for a long, long time. No. And, and it, it turned out that Mrs. Simpson wasn't the woman that they all sort of said she was because she wanted him to stop seeing her and become the king. Yeah. And I was looking at him saying, thank God. Thank God he didn't. Mm. And, and became king because we got a better monarch after the. Oh, that's the, the right. Lot of no, I mean, I think We've he was got,
0: referred to as a wanting child.
1: Yes, he was. A, they, his, his father said he was like a ten-year-old idiot. Yeah, you know? and that was Edward the Seventh.
0: You know? oh, golly gosh, there we are. So,
2: there's still hope for Harry. <laughs> there's still
1: hope. For oh him. yeah. <laughs> 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 well, he's all right now because he's about sixth in line now for the throne. Yes, he's stopping <laughs> down. <laughs>
2: but he's offended his in-laws, just the other day. <laughs> Did he? He was being interviewed on radio about how his fiance is coping with... Being royal. ...the, the, the royal family. Mm. And um, he said, oh, it's like the family she never had. Oh, dear. Now, he would have gotten that impression because there was divorce and all sorts mm-hmm. of things mm-hmm. in the past. But um, yeah. he would have gotten that impression from her. But her sister took to social media and said said a few things correct yeah but um, live and learn
1: it's easy to hide if you're as you mentioned before chris if you're well known and famous it's easier to hide lots of things than it is from uh, you know
0: although life is changing life
1: is changing it with social media you can't get away with much These days,
0: so you know we're looking back to Mm, a certain extent A, a little bit of deja vu stay tuned there's more
2: you can find more Joycasts and show blogs,
0: go to joy.org.au. You're with Gordon, Chris and Phil. Been there, done that. Joy 94.9. What's it? can we bit say a, Happy New Year? We can say Happy New Year. Yeah. All right, then. We won't say it next year. No, we won't. No, no, next week?
1: No,
2: we won't. Because we will say it next year. Well, when it is appropriate. Well, that's as long as we're all still here. We'll say Happy New Year, yes.
0: <laughs> we've had a bit of uh, reports in the newspapers of people getting into trouble in the seawater, getting caught and ripped, people not used to swimming in fresh water and sinking out of sight. And, Chris, you realise that when you read who they were,
1: they're people that are not used to swimming in our waters. They, they come from inter- international people that go. They don't understand that that's why those flags are there. That's where you swim between. What, what flags? Know. Well, the flags, the lifesavers flags. Ah. So that's where they know where the rips are and they know that everything is fine in that section of water and that's where you should
2: swim. So they're made out of fruit flavoured candy? Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, lifesavers. So my favourite my favorite lifesavers. Are Sweetie ones with a hole can, in it. Ones I can suck on. All oh, right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing there was an invention that happened that an in invention an Australian invention that actually saves lives in the ocean and we're talking about the life-saving reel
0: back in the uh, 3rd of January 1907 yep. the Manly City Council prohibited swimming in the ocean during daylight hours but then when the law was defied three times a newspaper proprietor Henry was arrested and it in, in drew attention to the situation that people needed to be able to swim in daytime. Daytime,
1: yeah, because you might have got taken by a knower at night time, Well, you? at night, you know, exactly. You wouldn't
0: see him coming, but you'd disappear pretty quick. Of course, uh, Aussie Bum or Speedo hadn't created swimmers at that stage no. of the game. They're still neck to knee. Well, they
1: had from, from definitely from neck to knee. That's what you <laughs> had to swim in, yes. Uh,
0: but in 1903, the Bronte Beach Surf Club in Sydney was formed, and they were starting to rescue the people now it's swimming during daylight hours mm. in the surf of the sydney beaches
1: well that meant that the, the lifesaver had to be a damn good swimmer to get out to the person that was in trouble and then bring them back in by himself that's yeah and they had to work out a system of how to get the lifesaver out to the person and get them back safely just
0: I mean the, the earliest things was just a, a, a rope That's right yeah tied at one end in the sand and a little hook on the other and it, the, he would take that out and, and try and catch the person and try drag, to drag them, drag in them that back way.
1: in somebody would drag them back in yeah and that so that's that's
0: where But the coiled rope on the reel and with trained personnel and the harness that actually was used to bring back the person who's been in trouble, Uh, It was all part of the the new concept of surf life-saving. And that was invented in Australia. But I wonder who was the first person to be rescued.
2: I know, I know, I know. Yes, yes, okay. You with a hand in the air. Yes, boy. He was an eight-year-old boy who went by the name of Charlie Kingsford Smith. Charlie. Now, at eight years old, he wasn't Sir Charles, (laughs) (laughs) and he He hadn't hadn't flown anything yet. But But that's local legend states that he was the first
1: first person rescued. Yeah, but since then, how many thousands of people Mm. have our wonderful lifesavers around the beaches? And I'm—it's interesting that they're advertising on the television lately with about lifesavers. And, and or warning people about what to do in the surf, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's also interesting that one of those warning adverts on TV says, the surf doesn't discriminate. Doesn't matter what your ethnicity is, what your sexuality is. Where
1: you've come from or what you do. The, the rip will take you. But, the, but I did hear that the best thing to do is you never fight a rip. You just float out with it. You go with it. Let it yep. take you on your back lay on your back and let it take you out Well,
2: you've got two options you can do that and put your hand up and that's hope right. somebody sees you that's right or instead of fighting it to try to swim to shore yeah you, you swim go across left it. or right
1: you swim go across, across it because it, yeah. it can't bite
2: you and they're usually very narrow because it's Huge. the water the waves have come in and they've got to go out again that's right. and they create that's a like rip.
1: something a bit like the the rip down here at the bottom of the bay have you ever been out there in the rip Why do, Where, the, when, the when, the t- when the tide's going out my God, does that water go? Whoa! I've, no, I've never. Thought. I have sailed down there at, at out of Sorrento when the water's been going out of the rip, and we had to throw out the the anchor to anchor the boat into the to stop it from going out, and then pull the rope in so we went a bit further away from where the um, strength of the of the water going out was. It was quite scary
2: because my response would have been, "Hello, sailor."
1: <laughs> Well, we we knew what to do, but it wouldn't have mattered had we been sucked out of the thing because the boat that I was on would have been capable of surviving out of the... Might have bumped into Tasmania. No, not quite.
0: Not mm. quite. Talking about sucking, Yeah. drawing blew it out
1: of a bottle. Oh, that's been going around for centuries. That started in...
0: Without tipping the bottle upside down.
1: Yeah, that's right. It That, that started in Samaria way back... What, it, some
2: area near Melbourne? <laughs> no. Or some area over there? Some area or?
1: is in the Middle East. Oh, some area. Some area. <laughs> yeah, They used to suck beer out of a bottle using a, a hollow reed because when the old days when they brewed beer, there was always sediment in the bottom of the bottle. So they decided the easiest way would be to drink it through this reed and yeah. then they wouldn't get the mouth full of all the rubbish that's in the bottom.
0: But talking about uh, solutions being found for a problem that you didn't really know that you had mm. the gentleman in the cigarette paper factory
2: he got sick of the problem and said this is the last straw <laughs> <laughs> and it actually became the first straw became the
1: first straw <laughs> yes he made it out of rolled up paper and and wax and glued it all together and all the rest of it invented a system to make a drinking straws and he painted it
2: painted Patented,
1: painted it, it. It on
2: not painted it. Painted. it. That's what you do with your artwork. You oh, oh that's right. It is. Yeah. You painted that picture. Oh,
1: I did. Oh, good. Yes. But well, you can't patent a picture. No, you can't. No. <laughs> you but, can copyright a picture. Yeah, that's about all you can do. But um, that was patented. patented. On, painted on this
2: day. i
0: <laughs> oh, not not on this day, but it was on
2: third of January, eighteen eighty-eight, by Marvin Chester Stone.
0: Right. Now he's an American by the name. I would imagine i would think so yes it was mm. in america yeah washington it, dc
1: but, they, but the people still used to always just use a, a reed or something rather to drink the water out of the or bottle at, or something at
2: the time of his invention drawers, straws used for drinking liquids were made from ryegrass yeah. and tended to give drinks a grassy flavour. <laughs> yeah, but it would
0: be, wouldn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: yeah. Yummy. Yeah. Add a bit of flavour. It's okay if you're a cow.
0: <laughs> but this was cigarette paper, then he waxed it, and he'd he, rolled it was it. rolled and in a spiral fashion. Yeah. Mm. He rolled it around a pen or pencil. He did, he mm. did. Mm. And that was marvellous concept. As you were saying earlier, Phil, Now, there was something that kids could use for spitball. Spitballs, yes.
1: you put a spitball in and up to the ceiling of the schoolroom, yes.
2: Or the back of the teacher's head. Oh,
1: no. (laughs) If you you had enough breath, you could get him. If you were sitting in the back of the room, it was a bit of a way.
0: Oh, but (laughs) also around about this time, there was another marvellous invention.
2: I had a feeling you would bring this up.
0: On the 4th of January, 1809, a long time ago,
1: that boy didn't, it, didn't it help a hell of a lot of people.
0: It did, and we're talking about the raised dot system of representing letters in a word.
1: invented by Louis Braille, who was blind himself, and he was an eight-year-old child, and he saw a system where they would, during the war, they would send raised dot messages to the men in the forces in the front line so that they could read them in the dark. And he thought this is an ideal thing for blind people. He was only eight, and he invented a system of six dots because you can. There are so many combinations in six dots that you can get
0: six or s- no, nine
1: six, dots. Six, six dots, only six. six dots. Only six. So you can get twenty-six Four. letters out of six dots, and that's what he did. Every dot, the way it was raised, represented a letter.
2: No, this, the math is it's one times two times three times four times five times six. All oh, right, whatever that is, that's the number of combinations. Right. Well, it, and permutations. Well, right.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we had only had six dots, and he had plenty of time with twenty-six. Well, your
2: letters. computer keyboard mm-hmm. uses seven dots. Is it seven? And, and it's, it's called ASCII. And it's the American System for Communication Interchange.
0: All oh, oh, right. Well. So,
2: and it's much the same as Braille in that there's a code. Of dot- Which is actually a, a, it's a decimal number converted to binary, and they're the dots, so the the ones and zeros.
1: Are oh, the ones and zeros yeah. that you? Yeah. Okay. Right. Ah. Okay. So like, actually, that's been taken from the same system that Louis Braille used.
2: Well, without Braille, computers would have taken longer to develop. Well, there well you go. because they had a system of coding. Yeah.
0: Mm. So, so, what was ticker tape? Was that a that punched was- out?
2: That's. Was I'm most embarrassed to say a technology <laughs> that I first worked I, I, with. I
1: think it was like the reverse of Braille. Yeah. Well, um, it,
2: it is the ASCII codes. See, when I started in the the newspaper publishing business, yeah, your article would would be printed out on paper tape. Yes. Because you didn't have a floppy disk yet. Yeah. And that was the ASCII code representing the A's and B's and C's and the various you know keyboard yeah. options and. Um, the, the hardest part of that is to read the tape you had to get an incandescent bulb which were made in sweden from memory they cost 35 dollars each yeah. and it had a filament that was a perfectly straight line all oh, right which you would align over the reader yeah so that when the hole went past the computer would say oh that's a one or that's a zero and oh, we as the oh, apprentices used to get the job of aligning this bulb without breaking it. <laughs> and at 17, I think I lost a few. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, dear,
1: oh, fumble, dear, oh dear, Fumble fingers. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Fung, fumble fingers, Phil.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, that's very early computer storage. Yeah. And the punch cards were the next. So you could write your program. On the punch card. And then have them fed sequentially. Yeah. And fortunately, those systems died out. <laughs> That's good, yeah. But Braille still exists. But Braille still exists, exists, yeah. And they're still using it. And we've got it
1: all around. the. We've got it here in the building. There's Braille on the toilet doors. When you go into the toilet doors, there's got the raised dots that says toilets. And then when you come up in the lift, it's got the dots on the thing so you know where you are yep. and
0: on the railway station on platforms railway stations, on every, the handrails yep, everywhere at the top and the bottom you've got little raised yep. dots indicating which platform you're that's on that's what the raised
1: dots are at the crosswalks when you come to a crosswalk know oh, so they're, they're for the blind dogs that's for the guide dogs to know where they are when oh, they come to those spots they know yep. they've got to stop
0: because they, they don't know That's raised they yeah. they can't read the raised That's dots right. themselves. But they're, they s- they're all thoughts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're with Gordon, Chris and Phil, been there, done that, joy ninety-four point nine. You're listening to a joycast from GLBTIQ, community radio station, Joy ninety-four point nine. You're with Chris, Gordon and Phil, been there, done that, joy ninety four point nine. Uh, Our first show for twenty eighteen. We're coming towards the end of it. And And I just noticed on
1: the top of the page this is a show number seven hundred and eighty four. Yeah. Been around a while, been there, done that, hasn't it? It has. That's it has. because we've been there and done that.
2: Well, we've been being doing and that and this this all over the place, (laughs) have we? (laughs) I I can't remember half of it.
0: In the coming week, on the sixth of January, we'll be remembering that the Russian ballet dancer Rudolf Nureyev—he died in nineteen ninety-three. It was interesting that although we called him Russian, he actually defected when he was on one of his world tours. In his Paris. bosses sort of knew that he might be Thinking taken about it? by the non-communist countries mm. and they sort of put him on a fairly tight leash but Rudolf was a little bit sneakier than that and he did take advantage of being in Paris and he just snuck away and mm. sought refuge. refuge or safe harbour yeah. and he was an, such an athletic dancer. He reworked the roles with. The, the
1: stories of he, ballet he actually made the male dancer as strong as the female dancer before yep. him the female was the lead and the male dancer just supported the female but when rudolph started he made it so that he was as strong as the male, the female dancer as the ballerina so he would have huge solo efforts to do himself and he just brought the whole of male dancing to the fore rather than being just the supports.
0: created equality within ballet. Sort
1: of, yeah, yeah. He was a magnificent dancer. When he used to come to Australia, he used to be at the Palais where I worked.
0: Another event that happened around about this time, but earlier, 21st of December, 1894, South Australia granted women the right to vote.
1: The second place in the world to do that, after New Zealand. And they gave the, the vote to the, the, the women in South Australia, and then it wasn't until a bit later that the federal government decided that the Australian women could vote. Everybody could vote,
2: mm-hmm. not everybody. Well, every, not, not quite the Aboriginals. Not, no,
1: no. no, no they, but but up until the up until federation, the Aboriginals could, the Indigenous people could vote in South Australia.
2: Well, South Australia has been ahead of the world. In a long lots of ways, in lots of ways, yeah. yeah. They had a, a very interesting premiere there for quite a while.
0: Yes, Don Dunstan. Oh, no,
1: but talking about South Australia, it's this during this week that's there. Well, there, the last
0: there, week, twenty eighth of the, January, twenty eighth of January was Proclamation, Proclamation Day, Day. Yes,
1: where they had this bent over tree. <laughs> Where they made mm. the proclamation from, and the poetry now is just basically all concrete.
0: South Australia was created a colony, a it. free settlers colony. Mm. By Mr. Angus, the Scottishman. Yes, another Scotsman. Mm. But this was quite separate from the New South Wales, basically yeah. mm-hmm. the East Coast, 1836. And that's where the basketball team, the 36ers, gets their In name from. We hope that you'll join us next week for hopefully another interesting but we, program of bits and pieces. One thing
1: I'm going to have to put into this one is the 1st of January is Australia Day because that's when we became the Commonwealth of
0: Australia. Well, I would tend to agree with you on that, Gordon. Thank you, Chris.
2: Well, I'll miss Invasion Day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I won't
1: because as a West Australian, it meant absolutely nothing to me. All right then, Gordon. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Be with you this time next week. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au.